Okay, we are in Sefer Yirmiyahu, Perik Chot Hey, Pasuk Aleph Hadavar Hasher Payah Al Yirmiyahu. So we saw in the previous Perik Chot Zalad, the time of the Nevoah was right before the invasion. It was a done deal, it was irrevocable, uh, and unstoppable. Today we go back the Navua 18 years. It's going to be 18 years to the uh, first year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar. And we should understand that at that time, Nebuchadnezzar was a newcomer on the world scene. He was barely a, a blip on the world's radar. The major powers of empire were uh, Assyria and Egypt, and Nebuchadnezzar was not in the calculation, except, as we're going to see, to Yirmiyahu. He's very much on Yirmiyahu's mind, and what is startling is the first time we see he's mentioned. Yirmiyahu mentions that he is the king who is going to destroy the bias Harishon. So we begin with that. And here, of course, 18 years before, Yermiyahu is making almost like a last desperate plea. You can avert this. There is a way out. You can do tshuva. And so we begin, this was the prophecy to Yermiyahu and the entire nation of Judea. In the fourth year of Yehoyakim, who was king of Yehuda, he hashana harishonis lebuchadnezzar melech bavel. This is the first year of Nebuchadnezzar. Asher diber Yirmiyahu in this prophecy Yirmiyahu speaks, I'll call on Yehuda, but I'll call Yosheh Yerushalayim Lamar to the entire nation and to the city of Jerusalem, saying, Min ben Amon Yehuda. It is 23 years since Yoshiahu, the son of Amon, came to that I started to prophesy. God to this day, says Shalosh Esrim Shana. It's 23 years. Hashem I prophesied. I spoke to you. Ashkim, Ashkim could mean from early in the morning. I would get up to Zaber I preached every day, Chuva, and you just didn't listen. It wasn't just me, there were other Nevi'im who preached to you today. They were sent, you didn't listen. You didn't even incline your ears to listen. And the message was Lemor Shuva na Ishmi Darko Hara Umeroa Malalechem. Turn each one of you from the path of, of evil that you are on, and from the evil of your sins, 
and you will reside on the land that God gave you for eternity. You're not going to have to go through this. Just do tshuva. The Mephoshim are curious about the double Lashon there. Shuvu no ishmi darko hora'ah, and then umeroah malalechem. Isn't it saying the same thing? Billy, let me ask you a question. I, I didn't want to interrupt that thought, but if, if this is a Navi from Hashem, and you know, why isn't there ever any consideration of maybe you're not delivering the message in a way that gets through to people? Right. How many years can you have gloom and doom and, and then not, not say, well, the people don't want to listen to me. I have to change the method, me- way I present the message. You think it's a method of communication? No, it's, first of all, it's, it's preset. I mean, the Kaddish Baruch Hu has it exactly what is going to happen to There is so much against your Miyahu. Yes, he's a prophet. It seems like he's screaming these tirades every day on the streets of Jerusalem. But you saw there are the Nevi'eh Sheker who are telling them, what are you listening to him for? Right. He's a maniac. They said, Everything's going to be fine. Just do what you but, want but, to do. But, but if Hashem wants the message to get through and he's choosing Yirmiyahu to deliver the message. Yes, and it's not. There's no question. If you had to assess Yirmiyahu's 40 years of prophecy, they were a failure. They were a total failure, but you could argue, was it doomed to fail? Or as you say, was it a failure in the message itself? But no, the message was directed by Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's not Yirmiyahu, you know, internalizing his own style. It's the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And yes, it fails dismally. But now to that question of why the double Lashon of uh, the evil of your ways and Malachim, the Rambam puts it so beautifully, with such lucid language, in Hilchos Tshuva. Why two separate categories? Let me read it to you. Uh, this is Hilchos Tshuva, Perek Zion, Seif Gimel. Ba'al Tomar she'ein ha ela me'averos she'yesh bohen maseh. Don't think for a second that Tshuva only pertains to those things that have a masa, an action. Kagon, like for example, znus, harlotry, vegezel, theft, vegeneva, stealing. Kishem shetzorich adam l'shuv me'elu, just as man is required to do tshuva on those masim. Kachu tzorich l'chafesh b'deos rose. He has the additional task of his machshavos. He has his thoughts. He has to do tshuva. She Min hakas, his personal midos, his anger. Umina eva, his jealousy. Umina kina, his envy. Umin hataras, umin hakol, from everything he does, sacred or, or, or secular. Umin redifas hamamon, chasing after money, gashmias. The hakavo, chasing after personal ego, aggrandizing honor. Umeradifos hamacholos, very interesting. Food, an over-concern with the, the fine of food and pleasures of life. And like that. Min hakol tzorich lachzor b'tshuva. All of them, 
Moreover, concludes the Rambam, the Elu Avonos Koshin in truth, it is harder to do tshuva for those sins of das, of machshava, or of character failings. It's tougher to separate yourself from those than masim. Masim is an act, okay, I won't do it again. But a character formation like jealousy, Alashan Hara, it's very tough to, to do tshuva. And that, that is why you have got to do both, says the Rambam. And that is why it mentions both. Um, and now we come to the don't go after Avodah Zorah, to worship them, to bow before them, don't anger me by this with the craft of your hands, meaning you've made these idols, you've carved the wood, you've hewn out the stone, and this is what you're worshiping, and it will not go bad for you. And this was my message. Um, the low Shamatimelai, you didn't listen to me to Mashem, Laman Hachiseini, that you angered me so Bemase Yedechem Laralachem to make these idols to anger me and to do evil. Now we come to a very interesting concept again by the Rambam in Morinavuchim. The Rambam points out that when the Kaddish Baruch uses the word kas, my anger, as he does here, or my jealousy, my kinna, uh, or my fury, charonapi, it is always in the context of Avodah Zorah. Surprisingly, it's not in the context of other Averos, of your sins, of, of Gilearoyos, of Geneva. Kaddish Baruch has really what we're saying is a two-tiered system. Yes, you do terrible masin, but they can be atoned for. But Avodah Zorah is on a different level. Avodah Zorah, I cannot abide by. I will not abide by. In other words, there is an argument here that in a two-tiered system, yes, you are not going to be punished as strictly for the masin, for the actions you will be held to a higher standard in terms of the Avodah Zohar. And that seems to be the case. Yes? Is it, is it possible or is it considered that Avodah Zohar was the predicate for every other sin? If you're, if you're uh, worshipping fake gods, then everything's on the table. You take that away. You know, good point. In other words, that it's the trigger that does the others. Right, so that would fit into the fact that, you know, the others, fine, they're ancillary, I can handle it, so to speak, your tshuva. I can't handle your failure to do tshuva for Avodah Zohar. And you see, it's the bane of centuries, Avodah Zohar. It's the one thing that the Kaddish Baruch Hu will not abide. If you if you if you have a Vodazara 
you have basically no morality, no ethics. You have a society like Sodom and Gomorrah or other, these other things that happened you know, throughout the period from, from Malachim through here. And you flouted the basics, the Ten Commandments. That's the first thing it says. Thou shalt not make other gods before me. Second, thou shalt not make graven images. And that's what you're doing. And yes, it's a very good thought that from this springs everything else. You eliminate Avodazara, you could eliminate perhaps the rest. But it is no question viewed the most seriously. And very interesting that the words kas and chema, anger and wrath and jealousy are only said in the Torah in the context of Avodazara. Lachain, therefore, koamar Hashem tzvaos, yan asher lo shematem estorai, because you have not listened to my words, hinini sholeach lakachti eskol mishpachos tzapon, neum Hashem, I will take the nations of the north, ve'el nebuchadnezzar melech babel avdi, and Nebuchadnezzar, this is the first real mention of Nebuchadnezzar. It's 18 years before. And I'm telling you, it's Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babel, Avdi. That's a strange expression, Avdi, my servant. We know Evet Hashem is an iconium used for Moshe, Yoshua, Shmuel, David. So it puts a man like Nebuchadnezzar, who's an unquestionable Russia and very stratospheric company, calling him a Russia. The Mitsudas David explains it very interestingly. Ritzona Lomar, what you mean by Eved, Oset Shlichoso, B'Devarzeh. He is carrying out a mission for the Kaddish Baruch That's why he's called Eved, not to elevate him to that status of Zidkas, but he's carrying out a mission. Remember, we've said this before, Nebuchadnezzar is nothing but an instrument of the Kaddish Baruch Hu. I will bring him to this land. And I will make you and all the nations around. Remember, there was a whole empire there. We're going to see named. He's going to name each one. I will make it for desolation. The Shriko would decide, like literally whistling. People who see the totality of the destruction could just whistle in wonderment. Forever. It will be a total forever. The Kol Simcha, Kol Chasan, the Kol Kala, Kol Rechaim, the Ornair. And I will erase from you the sound of Sasan and Simcha we associate with weddings. There will be no one. There's going to be no brides and grooms. Kol Chasan, the Kol Kala. Kol Rechaim, Rashi explained that the uh, voice of the millstones is a bris where you sharpen the knife. It's a Lusudas bris mila, he says. The Ornair, lighting of candles, that's a mishteh, a feast, usually associated with wedding. There will be none of it because there will be no one here to be circumcised, no one here to be married. And it will last, there will be no one here, it will be the total desolation and they will last for 70 years. Let's end on a message of hope. When those 70 years are over, I will visit 
And then I will take my revenge on Bavel, and we will discuss that if they are the Ebed Hashem <coughs> carrying out the mission. Why will they get, as we're going to see, such a terrible punishment? Let us wait till 8.45, Emir Hashem, Monday, Shabbat Shalom.